I just think this show rocks. Yeah, I always listen to your show. Fantastic show. Yeah, I'm glad I'm tuned in. Thanks for helping out the people out there. Great show, great knowledge, unbelievable. Unbelievable. You're giving me goosebumps because my husband told me I should have called a long time ago. They're not talking about this show, are they? The Employment Hour? They can't be. Of course, wait, of course they are. It's 7.09. We are live here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto and Global News Radio 980 CFPL. It is the Employment Hour. Uh, Ryan Bonner in here for John Scholes. Uh, but joining us, of course, is Lior Samfiru, the employment lawyer. Give him a call anytime, 1-855-821-5900 or help at employmenthour.com, and he is taking your calls live this evening. So give us a shout, 416-870-6400 or one 225 talk uh, If you have any questions about your employment rights, uh, your workplace rights, severance pay, uh, your, your boss is changing the terms of employment, you've just been put on probation. We'll get into uh, that specifically tonight and your emails as well. But always, we'll get to your phone calls first and foremost, but... Uh, Lior, Mr. Sanfiro, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Ryan. Uh, Great to be back here. Great to be talking about employment law. I got to tell you, I'm a bit distracted. You you were playing a clip earlier about (laughs) someone saying that I I give him goosebumps. I I don't know what to make of that. That, that, That's pretty cool. I I like that. Uh, Those those have been called from uh, the many years you've been doing this show. And uh, yeah, a lot of people have uh, praised you and John on air for the work that you've done. And I think uh, you, you guys have done a pretty good job at uh, bringing uh, f- to the forefront uh, employment law rights in, in the province of Ontario here. You guys have done a great job of that. And uh, hey, look at the severance pay calculator, right? Over 550,000 people have used that. Well, you know what? The thing I like the most, Ryan, is the fact that a lot of people tell me that they were just listening to the show because they thought it was interesting and, and they didn't really have a workplace problem, but then... A month later, six months later, all of a sudden, an issue came up at work and they realized, wait a second, I know what to do now. Uh, I know what this means because they had heard the show. And and that that is the great compliment, the greatest compliment I can get. And really, that's what the show is all about, always is. We want to try to help as many people as possible for them to understand their workplace rights, to understand what happens if there's a problem at work. Because virtually every problem that you may be facing at work has a solution. Whether it's you've been let go or you've been threatened or you've been harassed, discriminated, your job has been changed. Whatever the situation, there's a solution. So call us right now. Let's talk about your workplace problems. And, of course, if you don't want to call us on the air, happy to talk to you off air. We're going to give you my contact information throughout the show today so that you can reach out to me, you can call me, you can email me. Uh, and, uh, Ryan, hopefully we can get to as many people as possible. Sure, and we'll do the week that was. You and John always do that off the top of the show. But I think uh, we already have a phone call raring to go here. Would you like to jump to that first, Lior? Let's do that. Let's do that. Of course, phone calls take precedent. Uh, precedence. Uh, my tongue's getting tied. I'm nervous <laughs> to be in your presence here. Again, everybody's praising you here. So, uh, But we always get to the phone calls here first. And, of course, if you want to contact Lior anytime, it's 1-855-821-5900 or help at employmenthour.com. Uh, Jeremy, good evening. You're the first up here. What's your uh, What's going on with you? So I was told today that they're going to change my schedule. So I worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, off Thursday, work Friday. Now they want to take my Thursdays away and put me on a five-day schedule. Now, so now Jeremy, is that, uh, is that a, a something new? In other words, has your schedule been consistent while you've been uh, with this company? So, so for about 12, uh, 11 years, I was on a five days a week, 65-plus hours a week. Yep. Then last year, I decided to go there. They presented us a 48-hour rule, and I decided not to sign it, saying that I'd work more. 
So then I went to a 48 hour rule in four days. Yep. So they actually gave me the Thursday off because I okay. didn't want to work more than 48. And now they want to change it again, but they, they're talking about changing the overtime structure and all that too. Now, and, Jeremy, this is not a, a union position? No. Okay. So obviously what you're describing, Jeremy, is a significant change to the terms of employment. Uh, changing your schedule this way is a big deal because not only does it impact your job, it's going to impact your off work schedule, it's, you know, everything in your personal life. It's a big change. Now, even though there's no physical way to stop the company from making this change, you have options. So the first option is obviously you can decide to accept it and that's fine. The mm -hmm. second option is if, if they don't budge and if they don't change their mind, you can treat that potentially as a constructive dismissal. What that means is you may have the yeah. right to leave and get your severance. So if so this is the type of schedule, well, the way you do that, I'd want to speak to you first off air. I want to make sure that we can dot our I's and, and cross our T's. But ultimately, mm -hmm. if in fact we decide to pursue it, uh, you would start by trying to explain to them why you 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 can't do this change or you don't want this change. And maybe they'll back, maybe they'll change their mind. If they well, don't, just, yeah. I then just you'll think that they're going to take overtime away because they pay it off their eight and a half. Well, like I said, if they change the terms of employment, your reaction ultimately may be that okay, I'm leaving. I'm not going to accept that, and then we 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 pursue a constructive dismissal. It's a it's a claim. It's a simple process, and it often happens when the company either changes your compensation, your days of work, your hours of work, your schedule. Uh, it's a very common situation, so you'll have to decide ultimately if they don't back off, what's better for you? Is it better to continue working under the new terms or leave with severance? Now, how long have you been there complete, uh, total? 12 years. I did your severance pay calculator. It says up to 15 months. Well, there you go. So you'd have to decide what, what is ultimately better. Is it better to get that severance, that 15 months, or is it better to continue working under the new terms? If you want to pursue a constructive dismissal, you need to call me before you, you, you quit. The last point I'll make here, Jeremy, is this. Uh, if they implement this change, you can potentially you know, take it for a spin, uh, so to speak, for a couple of weeks and try it out. But anything yeah. beyond that, if you say, okay, I'll, I'll work for a few months, once you do that, you're stuck. You've accepted it and you can't yeah. go back. Okay, so, so you, you have to be very careful. You have a very short window to do something about this. So should I send them an email saying I don't agree with these chains? These yes, changes, and explain why. Gonna implement. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And explain why, how this is going to impact you. Give them the opportunity to, to change their mind. And if they don't change their mind, you, you have to make the decision whether you want to pursue okay. this as a constructive dismissal. Okay. And I can just call you and book that up and... Call me anytime or email me. And the number to call uh, Jeremy is 1-855-821-5900. And that email is help at employmenthour.com. Uh, and uh, Lior, hey, he pointed out there, he went to the uh, to severancepaycalculator.com, which anybody should do, even if they haven't been terminated, but just to see what they would be owed. And it was spat back, I believe it was 15 months. Yeah, 15 months. I mean, severancepaycalculator.com. He's obviously heard our show before. He knows that's the place you go to, the easiest way to find out how much you're owed if you lost your job or concerned about losing your job or just curious. SeverancePayCalculator.com, it takes seconds, uh, and it's obviously it's free. It's, an it's anonymous. You don't have to put in any identifying information, uh, and you're armed with that information. So for him, you know, given his years of service, et cetera, he's owed about right around 15 months pay, and I think everyone should know what they're worth in terms of severance, so the place, again, is severancepaycalculator.com. Before we jump 
back to another call here. He mentioned something that kind of piqued my interest, uh, mentioning that they were looking at changing his overtime pay structure. Can an employer, can they really mess with your overtime? Or is that something that they can't really touch? I, once you hit a certain number of hours after that, they have to pay you overtime, correct? So so for most people, uh, once you work over 44 hours a week, you have to get paid overtime. doesn't matter if you're salaried. doesn't matter if you're hourly. Doesn't matter, uh, you know, the type of role. Uh, some positions are exempt, for example, managers, but most other people, you have to get overtime. A lot of people believe that, wait, if you're on a salary, you don't get overtime. That is wrong. People also believe that overtime has to be approved before the company pays it. No. If you work overtime because that's necessary to get the job done, company has to pay it. And if they don't pay it, that's illegal. That's a violation of the Employment Standards Act. That in itself can result in a constructive dismissal. Uh, in other words, Ryan, that's illegal. And if you have any questions about overtime or anything else regarding your employment law rights, one 821 5900 or help at employmenthour.com. Uh, we are, of course, taking your calls live here this evening on 640 Toronto and 980 CFPL. 416-870-62400 and one 888 Five talk and Leo, I promise we'll get to the week that was, or maybe we won't. <laughs> Too many calls uh, to take up the time uh, to, in which to do that. But let's get back to the lines here. And Adam, what's your question for Leo? Hi, Leo. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Adam. How are you? Good. I own a business and I have an employee that works for me, and um, she was doing part time for me, full time for another employer. The other employer let her go on a personal matter, like just right out of the blue, like you're fired. Yep. And. Um, told me about this and i said well i listen to the show all the time and like an employer can't just do that right so, exactly you know you should you should call this number so i told her about the employment calculator or the severance calculator and it came back um as eight thousand four hundred to eleven thousand two hundred or three to four months pay so when she called in the number she got a call back from someone in your office and they said it would cost you more in lawyer fees than it would be for what you're going to get back, so it's probably not worth it. So I'm a little confused as to why that was said. I didn't hear well, that. Here's, no, and, and, and I hear you. At the end of the day, remember, there's a number of, 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 even aside from lawyer fees, there's a number of costs sometimes that have to be paid. You know, there's court filing fees and other fees that go to the, you know, to the government. And in some situations, it's worth it. In some situations, it's not. The one thing you can always count on, certainly with us, is that if we assess a matter, we're not going to take it on unless it makes sense. We're not going to take right. it on to, to, for us to, to make a buck uh, if we're not going to be able to provide value to, to the person contacting us. In some situations, we can provide tremendous values. In other situations, we're going to say, no, it doesn't make sense for you to, to pay us. And here, here's the other thing you, you want to remember. Uh, the, Her Majesty the Queen also wants taxes, right? So if she gets paid even even if we take a percentage of what we recover, and we take our percentage, and by the time she pays uh, her taxes, there may not be anything left. So we may say to her, "Well, what's the point of doing that in some situations?" And 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 you know, we all we could do is be honest. All we could do is be fair, and people can make their own decisions as to what they want to do. Right, but like you know, even like let's call it ten thousand dollars. Like it's a lot of money to someone that uh, you know has worked somewhere for two years, and you know. Basically, they're just letting this employer get away with what they've done because they can't do anything about it because of the fees. Yeah, well, again, I mean, I, I don't know exactly what was said. I'll tell you this, that we've done many cases that uh, that have a value of significantly less than 10000 So I don't expect they would have told her don't pursue it. The only way they may have told her that is she may have had a termination clause in her employment agreement that limited her entitlements 
And potentially, instead of the three to four months, you could have been owed one week or two weeks pay, in which case we would have said, for that, it doesn't matter. We would have never said that to her if it's 8000 or $10,000. So again, we, you and I, having this discussion right now and there, we probably don't have all the information. Well, that's it, and you need to know the specifics. And Adam, if you want to do a touch base with Lior on this and uh, maybe uh, talk with him further, help at employmenthour.com. Uh, it's probably not a bad idea, Lior, just to kind of potentially reassess the situation. But as you said, one of the things uh, when people start a job or maybe they're introduced to a new one, uh, in the middle of their employment is the employment agreement or the employment contract. And people, it's kind of like any terms and conditions you, you might find online or f- for a new device you've just picked up. Nobody really reads it and they sign away and they don't realize what they've just signed. Well, it, it's it's even more than that, Ryan. People have comfort in having an employment agreement. And, and I've seen so many situations where people say, well, I'm very concerned because I, I just signed a, or accepted a job and I didn't really get a contract of employment or an employment agreement to sign. And people are concerned. And I tell these people, don't be concerned. Be happy. You don't. If you're an employee, you don't want to sign an employment agreement. You're far better off signing or taking a job on a handshake or with an email confirmation as opposed to an employment agreement. Why? Because an employment agreement almost always benefits the employer. If you don't have a written employment agreement, all that means is that you have the full protection of the law. Oftentimes what an employment agreement does is it takes away some of those rights that you would otherwise have and either eliminates them or gives it back to the employer. So don't be concerned about an employment or not having an employment agreement. And if you are offered an employment agreement, Please, please read it carefully. It's not just about how much the salary is and how many weeks vacation you get. There could be many terms there that could cost you a lot of money, tens, even hundreds of thousands of dollars at some point. And and you have to be very careful. And if you're not sure what something means, if you're not sure if you should be concerned about something, call me, let me review it, let me read it, and I can tell you in, in plain English what you're actually signing. Lior's number, 1-855-821-5900. Help at employmenthour.com. We're going to take a quick break, but your calls are next. This is your chance to call in and talk to Lior. You got something on your chest. Uh, Maybe it's about you, your workplace, somebody you know, and you're asking for a friend. I know we get a lot of those on the show yeah, I'm calling for my wife, uh, my brother, my sister, a coworker. Now's the chance to get your questions in with Lior live. 416-870-6400 and one 225 talk for long distance. We're back in a moment on the Employment Hour, Global News Radio 640 Toronto and Global News Radio 980 CFPL in London. Yeah, I love the show. I have learned so much from your show. You've answered my question beautifully. I, I love it. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much for the information. Thanks a lot, Lior. Thanks for doing this show, because if I wouldn't have called in and received the information that we did, in fact, have a case, I would never have known. 726, we're back at it here on the Employment Hour. Global News Radio 640 Toronto and in London, 980 CFPL. Uh, Ryan Bonner in for John Scholes and Lior Samfurer is here as well. You can call them anytime, 1-855-821-5900 or help at employmenthour.com. And don't forget, you know, you heard all those fabulous voices there telling you how much they've learned over the years. You can continue to learn uh, on TV as well. The Employment Hour in 30, uh, Saturdays and Sundays on Global TV and CTV. For more information about that, uh, just go online, employmenthourtv.ca. And Lior, I promise we'll get to the week that was and uh, our main topic for the evening. But I think uh, Michelle's actually going to start us off on that uh, with her call here next. Uh, Michelle, how are you doing this evening? Good, thank you. And uh, what's your question for Lior? Um, a question about uh, having been 
given a, a severance package um, from a newer boss, and uh, I feel that I'm more qualified than they are. Um, that's been openly discussed that they didn't have the same type of expertise, yet I've been let go. Um, what kind of grounds might I have to challenge this? So great question, Michelle. So, so here's you know the situation. This is a your question is a one that I get very often when people say, "Well, wait a second, I was let go. I didn't do anything wrong. In fact, someone else probably should have been let go of anything other than me." And you know, and what do I do about it? Well, here's the reality. The reality, Michelle, is that an employer is allowed to let an employee go at any time and pretty much for any reason as long as severance is paid. So even though you, you're a good employee, even though you're probably a senior employee, and even though someone else uh, may not be as good as you, the company is allowed to make a bad, a, a bad decision as long as severance is paid. That maybe is unfair, but it is legal. It, it becomes a question of severance. So there's no, nothing really to be done about challenging the decision to let you go. The only thing we could do is to make sure that you get proper severance. Now, have they offered you severance, Michelle? Yes. Now, how long have you worked there for? Uh, five years. And what kind of a job and how old are you? I'm the supervisor and I'm in my mid-40s. So someone in your situation would be owed right around seven to eight months of pay. What have they offered you? About half of that. Well, then, and I'm not surprised to hear that. <laughs> the vast majority of people that, that contact me are offered anywhere from 30 to 50% of, of what they're actually owed. So you, you have been wrongfully dismissed, but not necessarily because of the reason, because of the severance. Please tell me that you haven't accepted or signed off on that severance. No, um, they gave me a, a week to consider it. Um, but as I understand it, there's no... Um, that, you know, that's not a hard and fast deadline that's anything legal. Well, no, I mean, remember, if they're offering you half of what you're owed, you're certainly not going to go running over to accept it. If I owed you $100 and I said, I'll only pay you 50 you would say to me, well, thanks, but no thanks. You're, you'll pay me the $100 that you owe me. It's the same thing here. So what I want you to do, Michelle, is I want you to reach out uh, to me off air. Uh, Ryan's going to give you my contact information in just a sec. And let's you and I sit down and talk about this. The good news is this should be fairly simple to resolve. We should be able to get you what you're owed very quickly. Uh, and, you know, why on earth would anyone accept half of what they're actually owed? Uh, and, and so give me the opportunity to help you and, and get you everything that the law says you should have. And the number to call Michelle is 1-855-821-5900. Or you can also email uh, Lee or help at employmenthour.com. And it's always unfortunate you know when, when people are let go and and you hear the frustration in their voices Lior that uh, it's kind of you know and they ask well can they really do that and people get caught up in that fact in that moment when they should be looking ahead at kind of the next steps and and part of those next steps is seeking severance I, I people always kind of ask well can I get my job back and that you can't really do that in many cases most people that call me when they lose their job are not calling me about severance they're calling me because they're upset that they lost their job. They feel that they've been wrong. And you know what? Most of them have been. Most of them were let go for not really a legitimate reason or, or without the company really considering it. But the reality is that despite that, 
the company is allowed to do that. And and I always feel like I'm a bit of a heel when I, I have to kind of break <laughs> the bad news to them and say, you know, I, I, I agree with you that what they did is wrong, but it's not illegal. They're allowed to do that. So remember, uh, if, you're, if a company lets you go, generally they're allowed to do that. But what they're not allowed to do is to let you go without proper severance. Now, there are some exceptions to this, of course. You cannot be let go for a discriminatory reason. You cannot be let go because of your age or because of a disability uh, or because of your sexual orientation. That is illegal. But beyond that, for the most part, a company can let you go because they think they can hire someone and pay them less. They can do that, but full severance has to be paid. And of course, if you want to know if you got proper severance, and spoiler alert, if you're let go, you probably <laughs> have not been paid proper severance. You can call me. You can go to severancepaycalculator.com because just like our previous caller, she was offered half of what she's owed, wow. and that is a very common situation. Well, if you have questions, now is your time to phone in and ask them here live with Lior Sanfiru. The number to call is 416-870-6400 or long distance, it's one 225 talk uh, And in a moment, Lior, we're going to discuss uh, today's uh, main topic du jour, all about being on probation. But let's, a little late in the show, let's get to it. The week <laughs> that was, how are things uh, How are things in the office this week so far, well, Lior? You know what? Uh, Ryan, it's it's been uh, it's been a very very busy week, and, and a lot of people that heard this show right here uh, and or watch the TV show call me because there's something that we discussed on the show reminded them of something that they're dealing with or made them realize that they have certain entitlements, and that's great. That is exactly why we're here on the air. That's why we're here talking about these things because people have questions and people want to know what they're owed. So let me give you an example, one situation that came across my desk uh, just a few days ago. I spoke with a, a lady. She called me. She was very upset. She was, in fact, in tears when she called me. And, and the reason why that happened, well, a few months ago, she had asked uh, to book vacation uh, for uh, for September, early September. She was going to go visit her parents uh, somewhere in Europe. And the vacation got approved, and she was very happy. She went. She booked tickets for her, for her husband and her child. And they were going to take this trip to visit her, her parents, which she hasn't seen in a while. Well, wouldn't you know it, two and a half weeks or so before the vacation, company comes, or her boss comes to her and says, listen, we're very busy. Uh, we can't have you take this vacation, so uh, we're not going to be able to allow you to go in, in early September. Oh, no. And she said, well, wait a second. I have to go. I mean, I've bought tickets. Uh, every, you know, My husband took it off work now, and uh, my family's waiting for me. I have to go. And she went. And when she came back, uh, not surprisingly, at least not to me, the company or her, her boss says, well, no, no, you, you left even though it wasn't approved. That is a big deal. That's insubordination. So we're letting you go for cause. You just took off on us. And she called me, of course, very, very upset. And she wanted to know what her rights were. Now, here's the thing, Ryan. An employer generally is allowed to schedule vacation. So an employer is allowed to say, yes, you can go on vacation or no, you can't. Okay, that's the right of the employer. And I think a lot of people but, are surprised by that yeah, fact, but... But, but, exactly. But the thing is this, Ryan, if, if the employer says, yes, you can go, and you rely on that, and you go off and you buy your tickets and you make your plans, they can't just take it back. You've relied on that approval. So from a, a fairness standpoint, they can't just take it back that simple. So in this case, because the company tried to take that approval back, because she relied on it, it was reasonable for her to still go. So no, that is not cause. When they let her go, that becomes a termination without cause, which means she is owed full severance. And I'm bringing this up because I want to remind people, number one, as you just said, that an employer does have a right to change or, or, or to schedule vacation. 
but an employer doesn't have a right to take away vacation they've already approved. If they do that, that could be a big problem. Uh, you may have certain rights. You need to give me a call. The employment hour here. Let's get right back to the phones, Lior. 416-870-62400 or one talk uh, Let's say hi to Paul in Jundas. How are you doing, Paul? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you. And what's your question for Lior? So if I may, I, I have two questions, uh, if possible. So sure. Uh, the IT industry, I've always understood it that uh, over time, you know, I'm up dealing with Beijing to Luxembourg to who knows where. Uh, and, heck, I worked, you know, days upon days uh, without breaks and much overtime. But uh, I've always understood that I don't get or qualify for overtime uh, with my particular profession. And that is correct, uh, Paul. Yeah, IT professionals are exempt from overtimes. There are a number. There's a number of positions that are exempt. Uh, you know, IT professionals are, are one of them. Uh, pool cleaners, by the way, for or, for whatever reason, are another one. But IT professionals, unfortunately, because of the nature of the job, uh, are exempt from overtime. Whether we like it or not, that is a fact. So, so what you're describing uh, is in fact true. And, and if, if I may, uh, my second question is, is if my, many of my responsibilities is very similar to a management uh, position, um, does that change things, uh, although my title doesn't reflect it? That change things in what way? What do you mean, Paul? Um, my, what, what I would qualify for, because I understand that if you're a management, uh, you qualify potentially for, for more severance in the event of something bad happening. Ah, I see what you're saying. Yes. So, so what, you're right. The, the more senior a position you have, the more severance you're, you're getting. So you're asking me if, from a severance standpoint if it matters. And the answer is yes, because when we assess your position for severance, we don't necessarily look at titles. We look at the actual position. So if you're okay. doing the job of a manager, then for the purpose of assessing severance, you're a manager, even though you may not have the title of a manager which means, yes, you would get more severance. So, yeah, if you are let go, I would absolutely, if, you're, if you can show me that you're doing the duties of a manager, I would assess you as a manager and your entitlements would increase accordingly. Excellent. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks for the call, Paul. And you can uh, call Lior anytime, 1-855-821-5900 or help at employmenthour.com. Those pool cleaners, Lior, no overtime. They need to lobby for uh, for some of those rights, huh? That's right. Uh, we're going to do a class action on behalf of all pool cleaners, I think. <laughs> Let's see what happens with that. Let's go back to the phones, 416-870-62400, star 640 on cell. John in Mississauga, how are you doing? Wonderful. How are you today? No, too bad. What's your question for Lior? My wife's a manager of a fine women's clothing store. Uh, she's been a manager for oh, just over two years, and numbers aren't where they're supposed to be, so they're now they've been leaning on her and having her lean on her management team to, to do more work, more reports, more, you know, just they're leaning on her. And so she's sensing that things aren't going well. She's unhappy, and we've used your employment calculator and, or your severance calculator, and it looks like she's entitled to 12 months to 15 months salary for severance. Yep. She's unhappy, but she says in that industry they're not going to get they're not going to get rid of her. They're just going to make her life miserable enough until she quits. My thinking was, can't she just give them a year's notice? Can she give them a year's notice? Yeah. That she's leaving? Yeah. Why would she do that? 
Well, if she did that, then, and they decided to let her go earlier, would they have to pay her out that year's severance? Yeah, but, but remember, if they let her go, they have to pay her severance either way. So, so there's no extra value in her providing the year's notice. So, so no, I don't see any, from a strategic standpoint, I, think, I don't yeah. see any value to that. Now, what I, I will say is, if in fact things get bad to the point where she can't continue working, what I want her to do is I want her to document what's actually happening. So if someone is mistreating her, making her life miserable, being unreasonable, unreasonable demands, let's document that. Let's even send a letter or an email to her boss, to HR, whoever it is, expressing concerns. Why? Because at some point, if things don't get better, we may be able to say, well, this, this poisoned work environment is a constructive dismissal. We potentially can get her out of there and force the company to pay her severance, even though they're not letting her go. So we can potentially force the issue, but I want her to document things. If it's not in writing, it does not exist. So start documenting, start emailing her concerns, put that in record, create that written record. And, and if, if things don't get better, I want her to call me. I may be able to get her out of there. All right, Wonderful. there yeah, there you go, John, and thanks for the call. And and a very important lesson there, this is why, <laughs> for everybody listening, this is why you have to reach out and shoot Lior a quick email or give him a call just to make sure before you do anything, before you're, you, you give your employer notice <laughs> and potentially make things a lot more complicated and, and put yourself on the losing end, this is why you have to find out what, the, what, your, fa- what your rights are, essentially, in the workplace. one 855 or help at employmenthour.com. Let's get right back to the phone line here, uh, Lior. And uh, Dana in Oshawa, how are you doing? Good, thanks. And what's your question? Um, so there, the situation is that my husband was hired as a general manager of a restaurant that was going to open. Um, he worked for close to a month before they had set up uh, the payroll. He, as the general manager, he was setting up all the vendors and getting this restaurant basically ready to open. Um, when payroll was finally uh, part of something that they were setting up, the owner had asked he and the other managers to set up as independent contractors so that he could pay them that way, which was fine. We set up a business, set, got invoices, invoiced him, and then um, the owner said that that month before opening, we were doing him a favor, or my husband was doing him a favor. Nice. Okay. Um, We did manage to get one of those four weeks paid and then regular pay for a couple uh, of pay periods until my husband decided that he couldn't work with this owner. Uh, The owner, uh, my husband gave him two weeks notice, offered to uh, train his replacement, and um, the owner told him not to come back. Um, when my husband let him know that you still have to pay me for the two weeks in lieu of notice, he said, fine, you can keep working for me. Uh, my husband said, you know, I'd like to go on good terms. I'll train the new person that you get in. Um, and literally got a phone call the next day or a text from the owner saying, I've shut the restaurant down. Now I don't know you anything. With the guys that they're going to reopen this restaurant. Uh, so so the, the, the real question to me is, is there still a business there? Is there someone that can actually pay him money? Because I can tell you he has certain entitlements, but if there's no one there to actually pay it to him, it's going to be a, a very tough situation. There, so, there is someone still there. Um, okay. He is planning to reopen this restaurant in a couple of weeks when he gets his staffing Good. issues together. 
Um, but now when my husband asked him if he could come on Thursday to pick up his paycheck, the uh, owner is accusing him of being a bullying to the staff and a thief and saying he won't pay him anything. So right now, as per the invoices, he owes us almost $8,000. Wow. So, so let, let's be very clear. Even if your your husband was a bully and a thief, and I, I'm being facetious, I know he's not, yeah. uh, but no, even if he was, they still yeah. have to pay him for the work that he did. There's zero Absolutely. possibility to avoid that. Okay? Right. Let's be very clear. Now, the whole idea of him doing him a favor, that's nonsense. There's no such thing in law as a favor. Uh, right. If he does work, he has to get paid. Now, so, so number one, he owes him for, for the time worked full stop, no question. The other thing, and, and we don't have time, unfortunately, to get into this, but I would want to know why ultimately your husband quit. The reason for that is if he can show that he quit because the company did something or treated him badly, that actually could be a constructive dismissal, and he could be owed severance, which actually could be a few months pay, okay? Not the week or two weeks pay. And by the way, in the eyes of the lie, he would be an employee, no doubt. So all that said, let's take that and wrap it up. He needs to call me, and he needs to call me as soon as possible or email me. Let me talk to him. He may have some significant entitlements here. And Dana, that number is one 821 5900 or help at employmenthour.com. Uh, very important to give Lior that call. And uh, 416-870-6400, we're taking your calls here live tonight on the Employment Hour. And how are you doing? Hi, I'm great, thanks. And what's, you? what's your question? Yeah, so I'm calling about just my, uh, my sister-in-law. So she's in uh, late 50s, and um, about a year ago, she was, um, well, uh, about six months before she was uh, let go, she was actually injured. She wasn't injured at work, but she fell. She hurt her shoulder, and she had to have surgery and go to uh, physiotherapy. And um, and then also at the same time, she was diagnosed with uh, diabetes, and she's trying to get that under control. And uh, so then they let her go. It was like June last year, so I know it's been a little while, but she got about four months severance. Um, she'd been working for the company for about five years, and um, so I'm just wondering, you know, is there anything, because she was let go while she was injured, was there that can be done now? Well, he, here's my concern. My concern, if she's if she got four months severance, it, it means she would have signed something. And if she did... Yeah. It, 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 we can't do anything because what you would have signed okay. is something called a release, which says, once I accept this, I give up any other rights, and I, I agree that you don't owe me anything yeah. else. Yes, she yeah. definitely would have been owed something. More Number one is they can't fire her when she's disabled or off work. That could be a human rights violation, number one. And number mm-hmm. two, uh, if she's been there for five years and she's unable to work right now, that increases her severance. So she could have been owed eight, nine, ten months of severance instead mm-hmm. of the four. But the okay. problem is, if, as you've described, exactly. if they've actually paid it, you would have signed something. So we're, we're probably stuck now and, and not able to do anything. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was wondering. If it's because if there was a human rights violation, is there anything that can be done after? But no. So, okay. No, not, not once you sign. And, and that's a very important call and an important lesson for everyone is that once you sign off on that severance letter, even if you think uh, you don't have a choice, even if you think you're feeling pressure, you're stuck. You can't get out of it. So you have to be very, very, very careful. I know it's a, it's a time when you're vulnerable. It's a time when you may, may not be thinking clearly because you didn't expect to be let go and someone puts this piece of paper in front of you and you feel compelled to sign it. I understand that. 
please, please fight that urge, okay? Call me because you don't want to be in a situation where you find out later, holy cow, I, I, I walked away from entitlements that I had uh, and, and find out that there's nothing you could do about it. And uh, making that call is very important. Uh, Joel, he's no longer with us on the line here, Lior, but uh, he had called in. And from the information on the screen, it looked like he was on a two-year uh, disability leave. Uh, he's a guy with 20 years of service, and he was about to tell you he had just been let go. Uh, well, what I wanted, wanted to know is number one. Well, number one, would he or was there a prospect of him going back to work? If it was certain that he is not never going back to work, well, he may uh, he may not be able to do much about it. He may have only certain minimal entitlements. But if he was working towards getting better and getting back to work, then number one, being let go could be a human rights violation. But beyond that, it could also be a situation after 20 years, he could easily be owed two years of severance. So there's some information I'd want to know here. And I would tell Joel, you know, given what's potentially at stake, let's let's you and I connect off area. I, I know you weren't able to stay on the line, but call me at the office or email me. Uh, we really do need to discuss this. Uh, there could be as much as two years of severance at stake, plus some human rights issues as well. Uh, uh, certainly more than worthwhile for us to have a chat. Yeah, Joel, very important. Again, if you're listening, give Leo a call, 1-855-821-5900 or email him, help at employmenthour.com. Leo, we're almost out of time here. Why don't we just, Arlene's in next. Why don't we just kind of push her aside for an hour? <laughs> we still have a full show to <laughs> yeah, do here, man. Come on. She won't mind. No, I don't think so. Not at all. But hey, uh, if people want to catch you outside of the radio, it's on TV, Saturdays and Sundays, Employment Hour and 30 on Global TV and CTV. They can find out more information at employmenthourtv.ca. And uh, it's been, the show has been going well, hasn't it, Lior? It's been going well. Great feedback. And, you know, we, the whole idea is to reach as many people as possible, to educate as many people as possible, to have a, an army of people out there that are informed and educated about their legal rights. So, so check it out. We, we try to provide a lot of information. And I, I, I love the feedback that I'm getting. And, of course, you want to talk to me, I'm very easy to, to find. The number to call Lior at is 1-855-821-5900, help at employmenthour.com. Lior, great show, and uh, we'll talk to you again. It's been the Employment Hour here, Global News Radio 640 Toronto, Global News Radio 980 CFPL. Arlene Bynan is next with On Point.